When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Folks, uh, there's news from the world of candy, the only part of trail mix I actually eat. <laughs> you might remember uh, last year when M&M's redesigned their female green spokes candy, changing her go-go boots to sensible sneakers. And Fox News host Tucker Carlson was outraged about no longer being turned on. M&M's will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. <laughs> Nothing weird about that. <laughs> Who hasn't thought about taking their candy out for drinks and then, if things go right, maybe a little action over the peanut under the candy shell? And that was just his take on the footwear. When the newest Spokes candy debuted, he described it as a plus-sized, obese purple M&M. First of all, she's not obese. She is with nut. Okay? Show some respect. Recently, in honor of International Women's Day, M&M's launched a new limited edition pack that includes only purple, brown, and green, the candy's trio of female characters who are upside down on the package to celebrate women everywhere who are flipping the status quo. Now, to some, some people like that. Some people like that a lot. To others, this kind of performative corporate feminism might seem shallow and condescending, but still others seem to think it's the end of the world. Specifically, Fox News, who freaked out about M&M's getting too woke. Just wait till they find out one of the ingredients is critical race theory. <laughs> and it's true. That's true. Wow. Wow. It's right below carnauba wax. Following all this controversy yesterday, M&M's released a statement saying that they've decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies. Now... I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, great, now where will I get my fix of anthropomorphic candy orbs with slightly different personality traits? Well, don't you worry, because another candy company is now wading into this cultural minefield. Jim? Susan B. Anthony, Frida Kahlo, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mike and Ike? That's right. The candy you settle for when they're out of Skittles got progressive as hell. Mike and Ike now have our own female candies. Meet Sheila and Doreen. Ah! That's right. We're here. Deal with it. I taste like tropical fruit, but I also run a successful landscaping company in Akron, Ohio. Then I'm not just brown. I'm a tenured professor at Brown. 
We're sick of Lady Candies being two-dimensional. It's always the smart one, the sexy one, the shy one. Yeah, we're complex. I hit a deer once in college. At least I think it was a deer. I didn't look back. Oh, God, I didn't look back. That's right. We made Sheila and Doreen uncomfortably complicated. Um, feminism much? She's recently widowed, and I'm casually sleeping with two Twizzlers. I'm also a mom. Guess where the baby came out of? I only have one hole. Ah! Everyone knows Mike and Ike's are a combo of fruity and chewy, making them fruit chewy. But we're changing the flavor status quo. I'm kiwi. And I'm beef. And together we're... Kiwi that's not good. We probably should have read that out loud first. But if you're concerned they're too woke, don't worry, because we also decided... Don't you dare give us boobs. ...to give them boobs. No, 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 why? So when you want high-fructose corn syrup that's been gendered female to seem vaguely empowering but is still weirdly sexualized, reach for a box of Sheila Andereens. Queefy! Queefy! Available wherever Mike and Ikes are found, so probably in an abandoned gas station. We'll be right back with Jason Siegel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to the Ed Sullivan, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, you know my first guest this evening from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, How I Met Your Mother, and Dispatches from Elsewhere. He's now one of the creators, writers, and stars of the new series, Shrinking. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Jason Siegel. Hi. Every time... Every time I've, I've interviewed you, and I always enjoy... It's always a fun interview talking we to you. We have a really nice time together. I always forget what a large man you are. Yeah, I'm a big dude. Yeah, you're like, you've kind of got a rangy. You, could, you ever played a cowboy? No, but I've been... Oh, once someone said to me, a, a pretty famous director said to me in a thick Irish accent, you have what John Wayne had. You only have 1% of it, but you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. It's been two years since I spoke to you. Last, yeah. t- last time During it was on... Uh, yeah, this fourth interview, but the f- last time it was on Zoom. This is, yes. much, this is much nicer. And you talked a lot at the time about your solitary walks. You went on a lot of solitary walks. Long, long walks, yes. yes. And did you spend a lot of the, a lot of the pandemic alone? Uh, <laughs> I did, yeah. I had, a, I had a breakup right before the pandemic, which was very, very sad. And, uh, yeah, oh, wow. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. We made it through, made it through. Uh, and uh, right... Right before we went into lockdown, a local ice cream shop opened in my town. So I went in kind of sad, 9.30 p.m., right before closing. Like visibly heartbroken kind of person. I mean, I was a grown man alone at 9.30 buying ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And there was was like a really kind-faced, like, attractive uh, woman who was serving ice cream. And she said really nice stuff to me about how I met your mother and I love these movies and... Got me through a tough time. And then she gave me my ice cream on a cone. 
And then she said, uh, never forget the joy you bring to the world. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I, so I went That's home. That's like an instant connection. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really felt it. It was like a, a rom-com, you know, yeah. with Tom Hanks or something. And so then <laughs> I went home, and then we went into lockdown. But sure. they stayed open delivering. And so every once in a while, when I needed that feeling of connection, I would order the ice cream. And it would arrive in a bag. And the first time it arrived, she had handwritten on the bag, never forget the joy you bring to the world. I'm like, oh, wow. I, I started to see my new life with, with this wonderful with person. Ice cream lady, yeah. yeah. So then we came out of lockdown. And uh, I went to go kind of make good on this meat cute. And uh, as I'm walking up, I see someone coming out of the store with a bag of ice cream. And on the bag, it said, never forget the joy you bring to the world. (laughs) And it turns out, it's just their slogan. (laughs) Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I just wanted, I got myself a lovely, a lovely sandwich, and the girl behind the counter said, I have the meats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That we, was she said we, that but it meant that between the two of us, between right. the two of us, we had the meats. Yeah. Okay, well, every, everybody w- wants to feel like they're making a connection, you yes. know, regardless of whether they are. The, the new, this new series, Shrinking, yes. is, is about, is about uh, people trying to make connections. You're, you're, you play a psychologist in yeah, this? Yeah, I okay. think, interestingly enough, like, we all came out of the past two years, whether or not we specifically lost somebody or just this feeling of lost time. We're all grieving something that we know we're not going to get back. My character in the show is grieving the loss of a wife. And it's basically a character who's in the midst of his own nervous breakdown, but continuing to practice therapy. So none of these patients know that their therapist is himself, like, not doing so hot. Wow. And we, we have a scene here coming up. Can we sure. explain what's going on here? Yes, this is right after I have uh, kind of snapped in, in a therapy session and just started doing my new technique. He can't take it anymore. He's just going to tell his patients what to do. Like, here's what you're going to do, and you're going to do it now, and don't come back until you've done it. And so now, it's normally kind of non-directional, kind of like, let's follow yeah, that feeling. How do of... you feel about it? But exactly. this guy can't do it anymore. He wants people out of their ruts. I've just done it. I know I've crossed some lines, and now I go tell my boss, who is uh, maybe the coolest man of all time. Jim. Hey. Hey, kid. How you doing? I'm normal, you know. It's a normal day. Normal day. Doing it. Doing it normal style. Hey, you know what I was thinking, Paul? Is it about how you're just doing it normal style? What? What are you thinking? Do you guys ever get so mad at your patients that all of a sudden you just want to shake them? Well, we don't shake them. No, I know. I know. I, I, I'm rooting for them. I am. I'm like, come on, you up person. You can change. And then never do. Compassion fatigue. We all hit those walls. Yeah. You ask questions, you listen, you stay non-judgmental, and you don't make that face. Sorry. That's gotta be fun. Yeah. We have to take a quick break, but when we come back, I will ask Jason what he was like as a child. Oh. Stick around. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were 
the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Jason Siegel, <laughs> you're you you're co-creator, a writer, and a star. And do you like? Did you call Harrison Ford and say, "Hey, do you want to do this?" No. What happens is there did, is. Did you know him before this? Uh, I did not know Harrison Ford at yes. all. Yes. Um, I knew he did acting. Yes. Uh, but no, you make an offer to Harrison Ford, thinking that you get to say there's an offer out to Harrison Ford for a week, and yeah. then you'll offer it to the real person. Exactly. And then Harrison Ford said yes, ah. and then you're like. Harrison Ford's going to show up? And then you scramble to be okay and to not freak out when he shows up. Because it's you freak out a little, freak out a little bit. I mean, he's Indiana Jones. He's, he's Han Solo. Yeah. And I'm just curious whether headlines like this then hurt your feelings when you read them. Because uh, here's one. It says, Harrison Ford had no idea who Jason Siegel was before <laughs> signing on to Shrinking. January 17th. Did you? Am I showing you this for the first time? You are, yes. Uh, I mean, you know what? <laughs> I didn't know who he was either. <laughs> you um. No. Um, did you? Was it? Was it intimidating to work with him? It was. He was very, very kind. I mean, he's obviously an idol of mine, you know. And so one of the sure. things he does when he arrives is he kind of busts through the awe and treats you like um, <laughs> like a peer. And he was just, like really generous in that regard. That said, I, I like desperately want his approval, you know, like yeah, real, yeah. Real, yeah, real, yeah. real bad. Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, I, I do this thing because I realized you change into wardrobe pretty fast when you're making something. And I was, like, wasting a lot of time picking out outfits, you know, because yeah. I like to look good. Uh, and so I decided I was going to start wearing jumpsuits to work, <laughs> you know, like a real tradesman. And uh, like, like, a, like what a mechanic would sure, wear, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. But I was, I was kind of uh, chicken about it. So I decided I would get there 30 minutes before work so no one would see me. Uh, in your jumpsuit, because you didn't, want, people, you didn't want anybody to see you in a jumpsuit. I gotta get used to it. I gotta get used to it. And so I showed up, and Harrison Ford was waiting outside my trailer to run lines. Wow. Yeah. And so I get out of my car. I'm like, it was like in Sarah Marshall when I said, I wish I wasn't wearing this effing shirt. That's how I felt in this jumpsuit. And uh, and he's talking to me. Like, yeah, well, I was, I was here to run some lines, if you're up for it. Then he kept eyeballing my jumpsuit. I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, I saw sure. it happening. Sure, sure. He was just, like, side-eye me. And then I said, are you, uh, you looking at my jumpsuit, Harrison? He said, I sure am, kid. And then uh, I felt really embarrassed. Like, I had been a little, uh, you know, emasculated or something by Harrison Ford. And uh, then the next day, I showed up for rehearsal, and this happened. Is that what this is? Yeah. Not only, not only a jumpsuit, but a hot pink jumpsuit. Yeah, that's right. He went and got a hot pink jumpsuit and was like, I'm with you, man. You and me, we're in this together. Yeah. So now we're best friends. He looks, by the way, he looks fantastic. He looks so good. He looks so good. <laughs> um, uh, people um, in this show say to your character that 
that your character has sad face. Sure. That sad face. You have something of a sad face. Of a sad face. I, Not know, a depressed face. Just kind of like a little. Just a little. You know what I am? I'm magical melancholy. Magical because it makes people want to take care of you? Uh, yeah, and like I still have childlike wonder. I see the world as like full of magic. But you're melancholy about it. A little bit it. sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since you were a child, you, you've had a little bit of this sad face, I understand. Well, I wondered. I wondered. I'm like... You wondered if you had the sad I, face? I, yeah, I'm like... Well, I wondered, like, I said to my mom once. I said, Mom, I got a question. I'm a little melancholy. Was I always like this, or did something happen? They're like, I don't remember. And she said, no, 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 Jason, you were always like this. Let me show you this note you wrote me once. And this is, I love this so much. So you might have to read, what's that first word? Now. Now. Okay, I'll read it. It says, now (laughs) I know that no one likes me. Hate, hate Jason. Jason. I signed off strong. Hate Jason. <laughs> wow. Do you remember this moment? I have no recollection of that moment. But the, this is like the most tame of them. They're, they're, she sent me a bunch of notes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very... I became a writer. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Are you I'm okay? Great. I'm great. Everybody... <laughs> I think pretty much everybody likes you, Jason. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, yeah. You know that now. Yeah, yeah. Shrinking <laughs> premieres this Friday on Apple TV+. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Morning Footy.